Hello, welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ. In this week's episode, we're looking at Netflix's 28th film, the 2017 drama Burning Sands. It's directed by Jared McMurray, and it stars Trevor Jackson, Alfre Woodard, Steve Harris, Tazan Cole, Deron Horton, Christian Robinson, Travante Rhodes, J.Q. Sean, and Soraya. Good work on those names. I slowed down quite a lot. I <laughs> took my time. I didn't race through it. I was like, I'm going to slow down. I think that's the way to go. It was impressive, mate. Some rough ones in there. Well done. Mm-hmm. And as usual, I've just taken the top build cast. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not everyone that was in this film, I promise. It's not far off. Yeah. <laughs> so we always kick off this show by going around the table and doing a quick 30, well, sorry, a quick summary of, it doesn't have to be 30 seconds, but a summary of the film. And Peter, I want you to kick us off today. All right. Thanks, mate. So... An intense story of a young man pledging a college frat and the underground hazing and torture he and the other pledges must endure during Hell Week. Nice. I've gone with a group of young men desperately want to join a fraternity. They must juggle classes, relationships and hazing, but how far will they go to reach that goal? Mm. Question. Question. (laughs) The the questions are back. I love it. The questions never really went away. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon he did uh, two in a row, I reckon, where he didn't ask a question. I work on. every week to work out, how can I put a question into this? <laughs> for me, um, it's a snapshot into the world of illegal hazing for modern high school fraternities. Burning Sands works hard to condemn this type of behaviour and the brutal nature behind it, but in the process still manages to glamorise components of it. Cool. Love it. Good. Good, good. So we always uh, have a look at what we've learnt about this film when we've looked into it. So any sort of history or facts that we could find. Hito, this is your favourite section. Please fill us in. Fill us in. Ah, it's another one from the uh, Sundance Film Festival in 2017, just like our previous film where it premiered. Yeah. How did it do anything at Sundance? I didn't see that. It got nominated for the Grand Jury Prize, which I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yeah, the one episode from last week. How many films get nominated for the Grand Jury Prize? I had a look. So there's different categories. So this is nominated in the drama. I think there was about 10 films nominated. And that's just drama. Which is just for the drama Grand Jury Prize. So when we... So many of our films, I feel like, are nominated for the Grand Jury Prize. I think it's obviously pretty open... (laughs) nomination yeah I, I had a sneaky look forward to next week too and I think there's a chance that our next week's was a Sundance film from the same year as that well that is <laughs> cheating Jesse I don't I even know what the next film is called I carry you not it's, it's ready to go at the end of the episode because oh, okay. I don't know off the top of my head <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that was at Sundance too and in the credits at the end of this as well it's another one that was um that was sort of funded and supported by the Sundance feature film program okay well. that yeah. was like, like um yeah one of the ones we've looked at that's been but again like these films are we, we're going in chronological order so yeah, they're all kind of makes around. sense that Sundance yeah. 20 well, like at the end of like for, sorry we're probably at a, a month or so ago we're doing a lot of films that were filmed at the 2016 Toronto, Toronto Film yeah. Festival which was kind of all around that same yeah. time now I'm more kind of moving into the movies that were at Sundance <laughs> in, in early 2017 yeah. Netflix hit this hit a festival circuit and go yeah, yeah. bang 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 we'll take oh, that absolutely yeah uh it was shot in 18 days so pretty pretty right? short um, impressive yeah only yeah, a couple of weeks quickly. yeah there's a bit of controversy around it as well because there's a guy who's suing Netflix I'm not sure the outcome but he's suing them saying that Netflix and the the entertainment group for copyright infringement saying that I wrote this story and then you made a film about it 
which I thought was quite interesting. Really? really? Yeah. So um, he said he spent two decades writing a two-volume book called Burning Sands. Uh, his name's Al Quiles Jr. And he's, yeah, suing Netflix over it. So I mean, we go. The, the notion of this film isn't particularly unique, yeah. right? No. So there's a couple of films that came out around the same time that are pretty much like almost the same. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was all around what was happening at the time in the world, obviously, because there, yeah. there, yeah. there were people that were yeah. dying from yeah. hazing. Deaths yeah. from the hazing, yeah. yeah. So... And well, yeah, that's yeah, kind of a hard thing, isn't it? It's like writing a basketball movie and then someone else making a basketball movie and going, no, our team won in the last game of basketball. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. See how that goes. So I assume that hasn't been resolved. Not that I could find anywhere. Yeah, right. Um, the the director, obviously, he drew this from his own experiences of being hazed. Well, that's what I mean. So yeah. it's yeah, not so it's exactly, a unique yeah. story. Any other things that we've found? Well, it's, it's his first feature film as director. Yeah. Which, again pretty common trend that we're getting with our films I didn't realise but he was a producer on Fruitvale Station he was yeah so that's which is a big credit for and him. I think he used a lot of that producing because he did do a fair bit of associate producing and even exec producing prior to this so yeah. going into his first directorial feature debut he could definitely draw from a lot of that experience um, especially in regards to sort of timelines and casting mm. processes and all that kind of stuff so he was less green than yeah. I guess your normal First time director. Done a couple of shorts before as yeah, well. Yeah, a couple of shorts. And yeah. he's gone on to do a couple of good things as well. Um, the done first Purge. The new Purge, first, yeah. The new Purge. Yeah. And he's done an episode of The New Twilight Zone um, yes. produced by Jordan, Jordan Hill. Hill one. Yeah, oh, okay. So he's, he's going, it seems like he's going places. Hmm. Same with the um, with the final Hell Night scene. They, they shot it in a barn that he reckons was from 1800. Oh, wow. So they had no electricity. They had to bring in generators, but because there were thunderstorms that night, purely by scheduling chance, they couldn't use the generators in the building because um, it would start a fire with all the thunderstorms. <laughs> wow. So instead of having 12 hours to shoot that scene, they only shot it in four and a half hours. They had actors who were leaving to catch flights because they had other jobs. Um, Travante Rhodes was, was going off to film some moonlight scenes um, so they basically just had to leave those characters and just shoot without them um, and it was a pretty compelling scene yeah. so, <laughs> they did a great job with it then for just how difficult to show, it like, yeah, you be. say they did it in 18 days but it's mm. not without its difficulties yeah. what you can do under pressure yeah exactly mm-hmm. right but a bigger film wouldn't have those uh, constraints you wouldn't have thought no um, the consensus is pretty positive yeah, it was. It was positive. You'd take it. Mm. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Audience was 62% though. And it's only on 305 ratings. So that's 4,000 less ratings than the film last week. Yeah, right. Yeah. So a lot less people have seen this. It's got pretty, in terms of the audience rating, pretty similar on IMDb and Wetterbox. IMDb was a 6.1 and, and Wetterbox was a, three, was a 3 out of 5. So kind of going around that, that 60 kind of percent mark. But you're looking at just over 2,000 on IMDb mm. and 1,000 Wetterbox, yeah. tiny, tiny, Again, tiny. Not, not too many people no. have seen it, especially compared to, compared to last week's film. Yeah. So we mentioned before it debuted at Sundance and then Netflix released it worldwide in March of 2017. Mm-hmm. It was also nominated for three awards at the Black Reel Awards as well, mm-hmm. um, which is like a African-American sort of film thing as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh, hello. We are, we are live. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't hardcore edit this, so you, you will hear that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, don't have enough time to edit, to edit that out. So uh, filmed in Virginia and a lot, of, a lot yeah. of on-site locations there as well. I had one um, product placement 
Whoa. I saw it quite a few times. What was it? Can, can either of you work it out? All right. What the were they food that they brought them. Eating or drinking? They brought the Maccas? No, that was a. I think that that burger oh, joint no. was made up. Yeah, I thought that yeah, was okay. made up. Definitely made up. All right. Very subtle throughout. So um, there are lots of the camera work throughout. This was pretty good, and it followed a lot of the guys. And there's one guy who had a backpack on the whole time. Uh, this oh, massive. No, 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 no. <laughs> because it was specifically done because he had the Under Armour logo on it. Okay. And then, like when they're out in the dark and they're, um, you know, they've they've got that football out in <clears> the forest to yep. to try and say, oh, we're doing footy training. That had this huge Under Armour logo on it as well. So guys, okay, so Under Armour got yeah, behind. Yeah, so Under Armour mm. definitely got behind this. Endorsed by Steph yeah. Curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any any other things that we want to talk about about the film before we get into the characters? I wanted you, Jesse, messaged us after you watched. I did. It. <laughs> See, we we obviously watch these films separately, um, and we don't talk about the films. We don't even know if each other liked it until we pretty much press record. Correct. And Jesse said, "I really want to talk about this film ASAP." You know, I got a lot of things bubbling. I, I want to. I, I want to know. I don't want to go through these categories before I know. <laughs> About five or six days ago now, I reckon, and the messages came through. Yeah. Talk about it ASAP. So when, when we do these films, some of the films, as you probably can gather from our discussions, they're hard to get through some of them. Mm-hmm. Some of them are very hard to get through. This is one of those films where I got through it in one sitting and like didn't want to stop it, didn't want to break for anything because I was just, I was in, I think, on what was happening on the screen, but I don't know whether what I was seeing you guys are going to agree with. Cool. Okay. So that's where I'm at. I really want to know, yeah, whether you guys were having the the, the feelings that I was feeling as I was watching this. Because this, this movie, I was watching, and I was like, okay, I think that this, like, yeah, I couldn't stop watching. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we and go any further, let's let's do a little spoiler alert because, <laughs> well, well, I don't think we've done anything yet. We haven't no, spoiled anything well, yet. Not yet. The, the barn but, scene we already uh, spoiled. So. Which is <laughs> how it was shot. Shot. Yeah. yeah. True. 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 Um, but yeah, we will be talking about spoilers in this podcast. So if you do want to see this film before listening, please turn off yeah. now and go watch it right back. now. Come back though. Jesse, it's interesting you say that because I felt very detached watching yeah. this film. And that, that's why I think I was like straight away, I was like, I think that there's going to be a little bit of um, differing opinions on, on this film. Good. I'm excited about that. What about you, Hita? Um, I'm more in your camp, MJ. Yeah. Hmm. Good. So and, but I, I definitely am very surprised by Jesse's take on that, though. Yeah. Wouldn't but I, I, sitting there watching it, I was like, I think just based on knowing each other's tastes and how we go... I sort of had a feeling that this is going to be like a bit like a Mercy episode. Okay. <laughs> if you haven't listened to Mercy, um, yeah, that, that was my take was I was like, I feel like that maybe I'm more attached to this than I thought both of you probably would be. And I don't know why. I, and yeah. maybe by the end of this episode, yeah, yeah. attached to what? Like, the like characters. The like, characters. Yeah. Like, I, yeah not yeah. the themes, not the... Well, yeah, we'll get, into, we'll get into the themes and the violence. No, Yeah. Because we should preface, being in Australia, like the, the idea of the Greek system and fraternities is somewhat foreign, whilst there's things that are similar, but yeah. um, what we know about it, we know from pop culture. Yeah, from watching movies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Yeah. All right, right let's get to the characters. I reckon more often it's comedy movies as well. Yeah. True. It's yeah. not, not many kind of intense tr- tr- uh, real tr- tr- dramas like this movie, which show kind of like the horrors of it. It's more kind of played for... Comedic fashion in, in all of those movies. This as well. is quite different to American Pie Presents Beta House, <laughs> which was so good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, MJ, what are your characters? Give so, me some characters. So let's talk about Zurich um, being the main the main character of the film, basically the person that you follow throughout the whole film. And one of my issues with him, which is going to be an issue that I have with all the pledges, 
is I couldn't I couldn't quite understand why he wanted to be in this frat so badly because one of the reasons that they got into the frat was because it's obviously a great way to meet girls or probably give you social status with girls uh, which wasn't an issue for him he had yep. a girlfriend and even if he didn't it seemed like he had no issue in that area mm-hmm. his dad he made like the very first opening um, voiceover, voiceover. Yeah. he mentions how his dad tried out and, and didn't get in mm-hmm. so it wasn't like there was a family pressure for him to do it and almost like failure was was accepted within his family and I just everything that they went through and the, the limits and extremities of the way they were pushed I'm like so many times I was like why are you doing this what what are you getting out of this fraternity to make you go through all of this and I probably that's what they want you to think sometimes but it made me look at those characters and be like yeah but you've got a choice and I don't I don't quite see it okay Peter um no I I really agree with kind of MJ there um I think I guess the the reason I think you know they want to do that is because of kind of the brotherhood you do have once you get in there and I think that um the director is kind of also kind of show that that brotherhood in a way that you know why there is kind of some bad eggs that do all that hazing and torture once you're in and stuff which I think is showed in a later scene um that that brotherhood and that bond is there for life but having said that I I I can't I'm sitting there watching it half the time and going how have you not punched this guy in the face already for the things that they're making you do? I just don't, I, I really can't see how anything could be worth going through. Yeah. That. What's that payoff? Okay. Hmm. I, I thought I, I found him really relatable. I, and I felt, I saw him as the, probably the part about that that made me feel the most about that was he just wanted to fit in. It didn't matter what he had to do. He wanted to fit in. And, um, he, Only to the fraternity, though. He didn't try and fit in in class, or he didn't even try and fit in when he was hanging out with his girlfriend and friends. He was all yeah. he was like he was, he was sleeping committed. in class basically. He was like, committed as hell. I'll give him that. Yeah, like, this was because this this was his to me. This felt like this was his opportunity to stand up and say, "Hey, I'm going to follow through with something. My dad hasn't done it. I'm going to do it. I can do it with these people around me." Um, <clears throat> you know, he did. He even though he may not have like his girlfriend wanted more time with him and stuff, he still did the right thing by her most of the most of the time I agree with yeah. that yeah. Mm. Did, the, did the right and then yeah. you know he tries to make a change as well like towards the end he, he definitely tries to make a change and you know no one else there had the guts to go and speak to the dean and be like hey this hazing thing this is, is right. ridiculous no and, sorry I, and I should mention I thought Zurich was a good character um, I thought he was a good character the big, fl- the big flaw in him was what are you doing there in the first place yeah because yeah. I agree I think he was a good boyfriend I think um, despite those, and you know what you can you can paint that in so many ways whether it's trying out for a fraternity or whether it's working too longer hours or whether mm-hmm. it's you know trying to join a new you know sporting team you know whatever whatever it is making time for your partner is a very relatable thing and yeah. he did a really good job at it and yeah. mm-hmm. you know the effort that he made for her birthday and stuff and you know he was like the leader of the pledges and he was the one that was asking why and yeah. Um, yeah. so I, I do agree that he was a good relatable character and I'm often critical of voiceovers but I liked the voiceovers throughout which I thought sort of re-grounded why he was doing it because you know this brotherhood and you've got to go through pain to be successful and you've got to do do this to do that sort of thing and he stood up to the dean and even though it backfired he was still the one at the end of the hospital that was like nah stuff this I am yeah. I'm sitting there and standing mm-hmm. there so to me I was just I don't know I, I thought okay he's ready to face the consequences he's not running to me he was he was the one sort of character in that whole thing that sort of I don't know. I, I just thought that, yeah, he was quite relatable. Yeah. But by the end, I mean, I suppose one of the main themes of these films is 
themes of this film is around um, sticking by what you think is right um, as opposed to going with the crowd and joining a fraternity, for example, where mm. it's like that group thinking. Um, and he, you know, kind of comes full circle on that. And by the end, when he is literally, why on earth would you stay? Because if you stay, you're not joining this fraternity. He had that presence of mind. And I think that's one of the key messages and probably one of the best messages that you get out of this film. I think there's ways that it's done a little bit sloppy, but um, it all comes through Zurich. I, I, I agree with that. I, so I, I, I thought he, he, he was a great character. Like he's kind of his strength and his focus and he, his determination was great. I guess what you were saying before about sticking up for others and he, his whole kind of, yeah, his character and his values were, were really good. I just didn't agree with what he put them towards and his decision of yeah. what he did, but his inner character was still really good. And Trevor Jackson, I thought, did an amazing performance with him. Yeah, I, th- I thought he was really good. And, and I don't, I didn't like any of the violent scenes or the continual, you know, beatings that they were copying. But I thought that without that constant in your face, that the whole time, that the scenes towards the end where he goes to the dean, like you feel that heartbreak of, you know, he actually wants to do something right, and even the adults there are like, no. Nah. Do, do what you're supposed to be doing if you want to be a part of this yeah. crew. That's a good it's segue. There's a code of silence there mm. and that he wants him to yeah. hold. And That's a good segue to Professor Hughes, yep. who's his, uh, I guess, his teacher in the only class that you actually see him in. Yeah. And she kind of starts off by saying, like, you know, I'm here to talk whenever you want to yep. talk. And you're kind of sitting there going, why, why is she doing this? But she's obviously foreboding the whole, yep. I guess, in the end tragedy that she understands that this is this is what happens in fraternity yeah. hazing. Yeah. This is what's been happening for a very very long time, and you see that that really quick chance meet that they have with Dean Richardson when they both bump into Zurich and they yeah. want to talk to him. There's a bit of frostiness between her and, yeah, and Dean. the Dean yeah, because she knows because she gets of what's it. going on there, and yeah. And like before before the last scene with the Dean, you have no reason to think that this guy's not just a hell of a guy. Like yeah. you think he's great, you think he's going to be good support for for Zurich and the guys, and that's when he turns and you go, no no, fraternity. Whilst we've tried to be paying as a bad picture the whole time, you know, this this guy kind of feels like the head of the snake. It's it's a bad picture, like mm, whether yeah. you're a college student or you're an adult or not. I, yeah, I thought the dean throughout, if he actually like, I didn't like him at all because I thought if he cared about Z, he would have known that Z couldn't be seen talking to mm. him, and he would have known that. And when he comes, there's one time where they're in the kitchen, and there's yeah. like the four of them cleaning or whatever. And he only talks to Z. He's yeah. the only person yeah. he talks to. So I was like, yeah, this guy not great anyway. Mm. But yeah, Professor Hughes, I thought, you know, it was that role model or mentor that you know wanted him to think outside the the square when all the other adults in the film just wanted to follow the past processes. They they were just like, you've got to pledge, you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Whereas she was that one that I thought, yeah, she played that good mentor. Yeah, she was model. a great character. Yeah, really good. Any other characters? Um, not that I liked no to be honest I mean you couldn't bring yourself to like any of the big brothers kind of that you know, did all the hazing and stuff they were they're all dicks yep. <laughs> I don't know how you could feel anything towards any of them with um, with Frank mm-hmm. so the other pledge who was at loggerheads with Z most of the time and then they uh, yeah. he was another one where firstly I was like why are you joining this fraternity I guess because he, he to your point about the brotherhood being the most appealing thing, he did not seem into that at all. Yeah, um, true. And it really bothered me, his turnaround with Zurich. Um, they the hated car. each other, and in then they're the in the car, car yeah. and they sort of had a laugh together. And then, like, he would have, like, taken a bullet for him by the end of it. Mm. Um, 
that was... But we missed the scene there. Yeah, I, I think Frank is a character. So for the first maybe half an hour, I didn't even know that he was meant to be um, an issue for anybody. He was just one of the guys. And then he sort of stood out as an issue. And then he had this really quick turnaround. And I thought the whole character itself just felt a bit wishy-washy to me. Yeah. And then they killed him. <laughs> yeah. I, the, I thought that car scene was probably... Um, I, he was... It was his him recognising that, hey, this guy's completely beat up but he's still continuing so that's why I'll respect him yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that respect for yeah, him, yeah. and I get the fact that you don't have to just hate him anymore yeah but he turned real hard real yeah, quick yeah real quick uh, what about the cast any oh. any performances that didn't stand out um, like you said before Tro- the guy played Z yeah, Trojan Jackson Trojan Jackson was great yeah I thought, thought he was really he, good he did a really good job Still a teenager when they were shooting that. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought I thought the cast was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I wouldn't say that anyone was bad. No, at all. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing yeah. stood out for I, me. I, say, I, I didn't think a lot was memorable though. Probably besides Trevor Jackson, I wouldn't have said there was a lot of guys that really yeah, stood out. I guess and and put in a memorable performance for me. That probably, but I yeah. wouldn't say that none were bad though. And that's probably what goes with what I, like what I was trying to say before is he was really the only character that you wanted to care about. Or yeah, he, he was the real one. He's the only one you knew about either. Yeah, you yeah. knew the the bloke with glasses square yeah. was in it for the girls basically yeah. you know one of them was a football player which mm. they touched on every now and then but other than that you don't know yeah, you, anything about yeah, these exactly, guys yeah. you don't find anything out so you, you really are always focused on this one guy because okay. he's the one that you're following but to around. that point his character arc is the story arc as well mm, yeah. so he, he's literally almost like a vehicle for driving the theme as opposed to a character almost alright let's talk about some scenes what stood out I think you should start because you're the one that I don't think like. I've got one one scene that I really liked and a lot of the scenes that I didn't like are going to come back to the same thing where I was watching this film saying, I don't know why you guys are doing this. The really, the best scene for me was when they were calling their big brothers and that was one time it made me understand the worth and benefit of this fraternity. So all these big brothers who were really successful um, had only good things to say about the fraternity. At that point, I was like, okay, so I can see the value there and, and that's why they're doing it. And apparently that scene was almost cut. Oh, wow. Um, oh, it was, he, oh, who did it, I was reading that he sent it to one of his, I think it was like Ryan Coogler or something, his friends with the director. And he read it and was like, you've got to keep that scene in. He's like, oh, really? I thought it kind of drags a little bit. And he's like, no, 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 you've got to keep it in. And as it turns out, it was, I thought, the best scene of the film. Yeah, I thought that was really important. It sort of kept them on track on who they could be and what they can yeah. achieve. I, I would have said that was the best scene of the film too. I think it was really good to show that, yeah, they, there is kind of like, even once you leave the, the college and the fraternity, you still have those bonds and you still have that assistance from this group. Like, where have you going life? I thought that was a really good, important scene. It's the first time I got a real context for mm. why they were doing yeah, it. Yeah, for, and for why me, you want to join this, because I guess there there is the outcome and the goal of what you can achieve through this. But yeah, it's still, it still made it hard to... I should have hung on that a little bit more as well, because I still, it wasn't enough for me to be like, okay, yeah. I get it. Keep, keep doing this. Yeah, but, it's great, but it's still not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, so I thought a lot of the establishing shots throughout were really good. It gave a real realness to the film. Like there are these really nice, clear, you know, aerial shots throughout of like the school, of the town, of, of the whole area. And I thought they were, they were really crisp and clear. And I thought that sort of led really well to like where we were going with the characters. And just did it. I just thought that was that was nice. I thought the soundtrack was pretty good too. Um, 
the and especially the song over the credits was um, by Common, and I think he executive produced yeah, the, the soundtrack as well. I thought that that was a great conclusion to the film, and we haven't spoken about the end yet, but I thought that was really good. You know what's funny is that so often you comment on the music or the soundtrack. The one time that you didn't comment on it and we commented on it was when there was country music in it, and we we're just like, yeah. "What a great soundtrack!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Um, <laughs> country hater. No, I, I have like so fresh country 2019 in my car, ready to go. Is that so, a thing? Yeah. yeah. Why? Okay. Exactly. I like <laughs> country music. I like, I like country music. I love it. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought the the one of the scene that the, there were all those intertwining sort of cuts at the start where they went to the the drive-in burger place and got those sausage biscuits and the hash browns. I thought early on that set the mood really well and how desperate they are to impress because you know they're running through the staircases delivering these to all their guys and even though every order was wrong, they still stuck it out and they knew each room they went to was going to be poor. I didn't understand like when they were doing that that they were delivering it to the rest of the fraternity. I was like, why are they ordering so <laughs> much? Because it was so many. They were, yeah. the orders like. 80 odd something yeah. and, and then I was confused about sausage biscuits and I was like yeah. what, what are you guys eating <laughs> what, what is that I've got no idea didn't bother looking it up but <laughs> I was really confused I'm like okay well I'm sure it's some kind of meal food over there but yeah just just the quantity there was just so Huge. funny you're like oh okay here we go uh, I thought the phone texts and calls on the screen were done well compared to some films we've seen like just to let you know where the characters are going and who they're communicating with I like that I thought the voiceovers from Z, like I said before, were done well, and I thought they progressed the film and sort of let you know where they were at at each stage. Had a bit of a Beast of No Nation feel to it, those voiceovers. Mm. Like, you were really yeah. going into his... It was like he was writing his diary at the time. Like, it yeah. wasn't just a voiceover. It was going really deep into yeah. him. I th- the, we spoke about the scene before where the Dean's there and Professor Hughes is there, and, and Z's trying to dodge the Dean because he doesn't want to be seen near him. And I really liked that little bit of extra care that, that Professor Hughes showed. Like she said, take care of that extra assignment, meaning his ribs, because she knew how beat mm. up he was. And I thought that just developed that that relationship and what he was going to do next really well. Uh, took me a while to know her angle hmm. um, because initially, you know, he's yeah. in class and he's kind of the bad guy. And yeah. then he's like, see me after class. And. Um, it actually is a slow reveal to actually what she's trying to do, which is which is quite nice. I thought it was obvious straight away because as soon go. as she drops that paper on his desk with like his grade and it's got a nice little comment to him saying, you obviously didn't read the book sort of thing. And I was like, that's a teacher. That I, I, I didn't really think that was a nice little comment, was it? I thought she was having a go at him. But as you said, you were all into this film. Yeah, yeah. And we weren't. I, I was so like, this okay, is a teacher yeah. that cares about him. Like, just knowing like, if you take the time to write those extra few words about, you know, I know that you can do better than this, to okay. me, I was like straight away, yeah. she cares so, yeah, about him. I, I interpret that as, as being really mad yeah. at him because it's obvious, you know, he didn't read the book or something. Yeah. It, it just like, it, it had, I thought she was having even a, a more go at him, him, I guess, yeah. for, not, for not doing the work. But then, but then you, could, you, you do get the reveal she was trying to help, so that, so that was even better, I guess. But yeah, I, I thought yeah. as well it was a pretty sweet reveal. Sweet reveal for yeah. Me, yeah. Um, the, I thought the scene where the pledges are all upstairs and they're trying to get them all to go down and you know have sex with this one girl, I had a bit of a giggle. That's there. a red flag for me right there, yeah. though. <laughs> I get that, but they're trying to show you exactly what happens I, in there. I know, and I do. I'm I not know. saying I agree or we agree with what's going on, but I, I thought that that scene between the two of them talking about you know their lives and, and she's talking about, you know, I, you know, I don't go to school, but I'm still educated. And, you know, I had a bit of a laugh when they're making the moaning noises, pretending what was going on. I thought that, I thought that was, that was well done. It wasn't a bad scene. Yeah. I, I liked the strength of character from Toya. I think her name was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked the scene where, uh, Z, Toya's, uh, not Toya, um, his girlfriend's like out in the corridor and then like they break up 
and I just felt that pain that he was having. And then like that impact when he punches the wall on the way out, I was like, I could feel exactly how he was feeling. This is the difference between you being all in on this film and yeah. me. Because that was a shocking, shocking scene. Yeah. Like that was, well, I'm, I'll talk about it now because it yeah, was talk in about my it now. bad scenes, but that just felt like it was completely phoned in that they needed to have him go through a breakup to add on to all this. What actually happened there just was rushed. It shouldn't have... I don't think that his girlfriend was in the right to make that decision and just go, we're broken up right now and he can't talk about it. I just felt the whole thing was just like a plot point that had to be there. I didn't feel it, whereas I should have felt it like yeah. you. So. Without that scene, then the, the scene where they drive to like a graduation or whatever she was she was having from that beta house or whatever it was, then that scene would have made... I agree. Yeah. I think they just needed yeah. to put it in there, but I just don't think that they connected with it. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was pretty rushed the way they yeah. did through it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah, didn't explain it well enough. I like the scene where they're in the pool and they're pegging the tennis balls at them. I thought the camera work there was really good to sort of create that confusion. <sighs> hate about, that scene. I hate that scene. Hated this. Didn't, just, you, didn't you just feel just, the pain that they were feeling and like not wanting to yeah, be there? Yeah, and it made me so uncomfortable to watch. I so, just hated watching it. So the film, that, that's good then because that's, that's what they want you to feel. Oh, I, I know, yeah. but I don't, I don't, I don't like, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can completely uh, like, agree there that that's yeah. what they want you to feel. It's just... For me, that's not an enjoyable viewing experience. Yeah, so. it goes both ways. Both ways, mm. yeah. Uh, there's a scene where, like, he goes to his big brother Malcolm to get his ribs checked out, and he's, like, sort of on the couch, and there's, like, this focus, like, he's lying on the couch, there's a focus of his uh, phone just sitting on the edge of the couch, and I'm sitting there on the edge of my seat going, I hope you're going to call your dad, because they've made this 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 thing throughout the film about his dad keeps texting him saying, mm. I want to hear from you, I want to hear from you. And I was like, come on, call your dad. And then when he called the girlfriend to leave a message, I was like, oh, dude. Calls his dad at one point though, doesn't he? He does. And that... Finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> uh, I, I did like the scene where he tried to go and speak to the dean. I thought that was... I, I did like that. I liked the head shaving scene. I didn't like what was happening, but I thought it was... It showed you that pain they were going through because they cut all the dialogue and just played the music over the top. But that's the different... Like, I was in on this. Mm. I, was, mm. I was feeling it. And... I liked the when they drive to that hell night towards the barn and they're all just sitting in the car and the camera just stays in the car as they all get out of the car and it's like creating that confusion of how confused they are and they don't know what's going to happen as well. And then yeah, finally, the, that scene at the end where the camera just sits on Z's face as he's crying in that hospital waiting room. And you can hear the, the doctors the doc- talking, but only mildly. Did yep. you have subtitles on? I did, yeah. I didn't have it on for yeah. this. I would, have, I would have liked it for that. I just, it just stayed with me because I was like, and then I was finally happy that he called his, his dad. So, yeah, I've obviously liked this a lot more than no, you no, no. It's true, though, because I can understand where you're coming from with all that stuff. But yeah, completely. One of my biggest issues with this film is that I thought the movie took too long for me to figure out kind of what it was about. Like, yeah, I'm like, initially you're thinking, okay, this is just going to be like a hard knocks kind of thing about these guys trying to get into a fraternity. And it wasn't probably until halfway through that I realized that this is like a full-on critique of it. Um, and I think if I had have been more aware of what it wanted to be from the start, maybe I would have been Maybe I would have been expecting to see things that you saw. But I kept seeing scenes where I was just like, well, this is stupid. Like, why would they do this? Oh, this is stupid. Oh, why are they making that stupid face when they like... There's too many things like that where I, it, it just it lost me straight away. So I can completely understand yeah. what you're saying. Whereas with Mercy, like I, I, I didn't see <laughs> I didn't see those things. Yeah. It wasn't because of my mindset. So th- this is and this is a really intense, confronting film. 
So Definitely. to your point as well, Hida, you're like, yeah, you know, the scene was great. They did a good job, but I didn't like watching it. Yeah. That, that goes to the enjoyment level. And I think exactly, that comes yeah. down to why Rotten Tomatoes will be 88% for critics, 62% for audiences, because yeah. they watch it, films differently. Yeah, because the critics can see this is really well shot, real, real unseen. The audience is like, this, this, is, this isn't good to watch. Like, this is hard. Yeah, I, I don't agree. Really, really intense scene. Yeah, I don't agree. Oh, sorry, that it was like, intense good movie. to watch. Like, mm. the, the, but the sitting there watching those scenes, yeah got me feeling for Z. Like, yeah, there's no, an cool. element, right? Where and that's good then. The director's yeah. done a great job yeah. in, in, in that for you. Basically, a good film, if you break it down, is you and the director being on the same page, them telling you something yeah. that you can A, relate to, but B, maybe you didn't think about it that way, or you're, you're really taking it in and you're connecting with the director on a pretty deep level. And in your life, Jesse, you, you probably got more of a reason to yeah. relate to these types of things, which is why it's, it's bang yeah. on. Hmm. So what else? Bad scenes. <laughs> what, what, what didn't we, what didn't you guys like? Oh, I mean, I didn't like the, the torture scenes, yeah. which I mean, look, I, I really like violent movies yeah. and violent TV shows. I watch a lot of them, but this was just something different where it was just That's Hollywood violence. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is torturing these people where I'm sitting there watching it, not comfortable with, what they're doing to them it's real. and also not comfortable with the fact that these people don't fight back and just accept it as well. Mm. So, I mean, which I guess is, you know, it's, it's, it's how the movie's done. It, it's what they have to do to, to, to pledge to be in this frat. I guess it just, yeah, it doesn't resonate with me because I just wouldn't take that. Like I, I can't see how people would take that. So like say like base like of no, the, base the, of no the, nation. The dog yeah. Food, like, yeah. The dog food. These are things that, you know, happen in these places. But why, why do it? <laughs> think, think about base of no nation. So, we all agree we had a pretty general consensus on that film. Yeah. The the I violence in that was pretty traumatic as well. It Absolutely. was, yeah. So, like, what's the difference between that violence, t- like, making sure, like, you connect with that compared to this? I think it's, it's war. Like, it's it's war violence compared to this hazing and torture violence. Like, see, I wasn't as I wasn't as bothered by the the graphic nature, and it wasn't as graphic. It was just like, what? Why are you doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the issue was not understanding the character's motivations for doing it. Yep. Um, Beast of No Nation is was a lot more... I would say it was more graphic and more confronting. Mm. Um, but the situation is, is completely different. Yep. Where it's, it, they're, they're it's not there by the choice, thing. effectively. Mm. That's yep. why it was more... Okay. Not, not harder to watch, but harder to just come to terms with. And be yep. like, this okay. is all well and good. I know this happens, but you need to give me a character that I believe he wants to be there for a reason or show me more motivation to get me over the line. And none of those five pledges, I got that from. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I sat there for the film just thinking, walk away, just leave. Why are you going through this? It's not worth it. What are you doing? And probably, yeah, probably part of the, the film, they didn't really show anyone on campus that weren't a part of any of the, the fraternities. So you don't yeah, know what life there was like. You didn't see any, any other options of what else they could be doing, doing. At, at college. Yeah. Maybe they did that on purpose to prove to you like, why they want to do this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't th- I, I think it could have been a lot more compelling with those setups uh, absolutely more compelling I could honestly see myself watching this the way you watch this if he had have brought me into that world straight away and he didn't do it so scenes that I wasn't a fan of and this is not going to be talking about why were they there because I've said that a thousand times I'm avoiding those scenes um, I didn't like the scene at the party uh, where he was dancing with that girl Angel yep. and she pulls him away from the crowd and they kind of dance by the staircase 
Um, and there's no important dialogue in there. There's no... The whole, the whole thing's quite awkward because they're dancing kind of isolated around what people are talking. And that character never really comes back. And I, I, I just... I, scratching my head as to why... It was a really why. weird scene. And why was it there? So the introduction... Yes. I think the introduction of Angel... Because I was in the classroom. Yeah, so yeah. you knew who she was at the party. But I, I read that as um, dialogue or, you know... Um, plot progression for Z to say how committed he was to his girlfriend. That's the only That's thing, thing I can think of because mm. he's dancing with a girl and I'm like, oh, you've got a girlfriend. And he, and he says that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, good on you. They still kind of dance weird. Like they get close up in each other for no reason because yeah. they haven't built any rapport. But that, that, yeah, that scene to me was just like, you shoot it and then you go, maybe this scene didn't work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, it didn't do anything for me. Probably leads to meaning that scene where they've all got that one girl and like leads to that having more impact of him saying again, no. So he said it twice. Potentially, but I, I think that scene is pretty powerful on its own right, anyway. Yeah, true. Um, not that you should be tempted just no. because you're in a room with a girl, but anyway. <laughs> um, and, and similar to that party scene is when the one of the, the main frat guys didn't let his girl in, whether it was his girlfriend or whatever, his girl. Yeah, at the, at, at the front outside. And yeah. then just like let the next girl in straight away. I don't know what, I think that was just trying to say that like, cause they do, they glamorize the brotherhood of the fraternities, but maybe they were just trying to say these guys are actually just, yeah, just bad guys. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. He didn't, he didn't want his girlfriend to see what was he, he was going to do in that part. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it was yeah. his girlfriend anyway. Well, whoever was, she was. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, I didn't like that. Thing. I didn't like the, the phone in break, breakup scene that we spoke about. Yeah. Um, and then the, there was a lot of scenes of the, pledging stuff where um, I was like why are you doing this and the face why did they make that face was that like a you know how they like uh, yeah, grimace yeah, like, it was, mm, just part of just pledging just trying to show pain uh, I don't know because I think it's at a, one point he was just like yeah give me yeah. your face or something I don't know yeah it was a bit weird didn't yeah it was weird but again we're you know disconnected yeah, from that world exactly uh, I, think, I didn't I didn't like any of the scenes with the chance. I just thought like they multiple times where yeah. they start breaking into chant in, around and I'm just like we get that you're trying to pledge we don't, probably don't need that ah yeah, uh, yeah like right. maybe once yeah not, not a couple of times where yeah. like chant rah, 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 my, yeah you probably needed it once just yeah. to see it and then you didn't yeah. need the repeat sessions um I'm I'm not sure was I think there was a couple of inconsistencies in filming between day and night Ooh. there was a couple of times especially <clears throat> so the, the last scene we're in the barn it's night time oh actually yeah they I arrive at the hospital and it's light I'm like, and it, I feel like it's kind of like morning kind of white but that would imply that the hospital for like a four hour drive to the hospital which doesn't really fit I, I, I think there was an early scene as well I think as well where there it was, was night time I, think when I, I can't remember where it was but it was night time until the next scene the same thing's going on and it was white again I think there was just a couple I of inconsistencies where you mentioned that we're going from day to night didn't, Which didn't, really, didn't really bother me because I was like, oh, because they made them wait in that car, so I made it seem like it was a long night and they were making them yeah. wait a long time. So I like, thought that with Hell Night, but then I thought maybe it really was a long drive. Yeah. But there was that, that other time. It was another time in the middle of the movie. <sighs> it was, and it was really sloppy. Yeah. I can't because remember what that was. I, I remember because I was sitting there and going, so when they're on, the forest it's and they day. came back from the forest. Because sure. I was pitch black and then they came back and it was... Possibly. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure, but there was definitely one that stood out because I was like, hang on a second there. Yeah. It's I, daytime. It was just night. Something, something's gone wrong yeah, there. I recall Which that. I mean, no, they filmed in what, 18 days? So maybe they were on a tight schedule. Oh, yeah. they, could, <laughs> they couldn't avoid it, maybe. Let's just cheat it. Yeah. yeah. But there was a couple of times where I was just like, oh, okay, that's that's a bit inconsistent. It weirdly yeah. didn't bother me enough to write it down, though. So, well. yeah. <laughs> Themes? Themes. I've, 
Uh, there's a few things. MJ, what do you reckon? Well, we kind of spoke about yeah. a few of them yeah. Yeah, just organically, but I, I, I do think there was an interesting role of women kind of theme within this film, which is obviously a very heavily dominated male cast, but obviously a very male uh, activity as well. Mm. Um, but I like the fact that there were some really strong female characters in this. In fact, all of them basically were very strong. I think the director would have liked that they came off a little bit stronger than they than they were, but... Toya, I, I love that scene about where Toya was talking about how she's like, well, you know what? I'm a grown woman. I can have sex with whoever I want to have. Because, you know, from the outside looking in, this is like, this girl's just getting used by a fraternity. What's going yeah. on? I thought that was a really nice way to paint that character. Um, yeah. And because probably that kind of person or, or, or you know, in, a, in that sort of lifestyle happens quite a bit. And it's a nice way to look at it as opposed to just saying, oh, this girl's a slut. Like, mm. she's making her own decisions and she's doing it well. And obviously, Professor Hughes probably the strongest mm. character who is the one that's trying. I mean, maybe she could have done more. Like, but I, I do like the fact that they made specifically made that a female character who's trying to break that down. Um, and even Zurich's girlfriend was pretty good. Um, I think that she was, you know, strong enough to I guess break up with him and strong enough to make sure he didn't screw her around. You know, don't forget my birthday, and he didn't. Um, but you know, she was understanding enough as well to, to see this is what he's trying to do and do it. So I do like that little, I mean, it was only, I guess a tidbit of the film, but the, the female characters in there were specifically strong and I, I like that. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I'm thinking too much into this, but I think that was kind of a bit of a, a, a theme of, uh, Zurich trying to maybe show up his father or stick it to his father. Kind of at the start, you find out that his father pledged and then didn't make it. And I guess that's the whole film of him not calling his father back might've yep. been a kind of like, no, I'm, I'm doing this Do without myself. you. I'm, I'm doing what you couldn't kind of do. I'm, I'm not talking to you. I'm, I'm doing it yeah, mm, on, on my own. Yeah. I've, I've thought there was quite a bit about like the loss of innocence, like these guys coming in pretty much, they wouldn't have experienced anything like this before based on what they've been talking about. And that was drummed out of them pretty early. They were, yeah, beat up real hard. And, and it goes to show where they yeah. end, that they have lost that innocence, moved yeah. on from it, become, become men, but not the men that they thought they were going to be. Yeah, and that leads into, like, masculinity as well. It was like the whole film was about what does it mean to be a man? And I think um, Z said at one stage, it's like to endure pain inflicted by other men. So he had this motto where he already knew. He's like, okay, for me to be a man, I need to face these these physical um, challenges that I'm faced to become a man. So it was like him trying to be a man. Uh, and then we spoke before about brotherhood a little bit, like trying to... But what do you think the film in the end was telling you what it meant to be a man? To sit there and cry. Yeah, to sit, to there, sit there and, and show and your emotions and do the right thing. Go and, against yeah. people that you think are yeah. wrong to do the right thing. To stand up and do the right thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And so and you know, so that leads to like his identity and who he is and trying to be a part of something bigger and fitting in and and that leads to, you know, um to stop hazing. Like the, the, this film is saying why are we stop 100%. hazing? Yeah. Mm. Let's call for reform. Um, you know, we we don't need to do this anymore. And I liked um, Professor Hughes. She said, uh, "It's easier to build strong children than repair broken men." Mm-hmm. And I was just I was like, "That is that is perfect for yeah. these guys because if they don't do the hazing at the start, you can build these guys rather than trying to get them after they're broken and they're it's a, a great part of this teaching motto as well." It is. It's great, and also like learn from life. Like he sat around at the <coughs> end to injustice wrongs. He, he was he was there to face the repercussions of the actions of what they'd done. He didn't run. He was ready to face that. And mm. I, I thought that was good. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah. This is chock full of, of themes. Yeah. Some yeah. clearer than others. Yeah. So what do we what do we take from the film? 
I feel like the only white people in the whole film were the cops. Whew. I can't think of anyone else now that you mentioned that. Yep. I, this is going to be a question of mine, but I guess it's relevant. But the whole film is obviously a massive criticism on these illegal hazing techniques of fraternities. But this example is specifically all black. Mm, yep. Do you think there's a reason or do you think that was just one way well, to tell the story? I think it's because some of the stuff that the director drew on was a few deaths that happened at black fraternities. Yeah. So I think there was, there's been three in the past few years that were through hazing that they died and they all died at black universities, black universities and, and, right. and, yeah, and, and black fraternities kind of things. So I think that's probably the reason why, because the deaths were at black. More relevant, more relatable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the only sort of thing that I can, that probably I could take out that was probably not, as well done as I would have liked was there were, like you said before, there's too many characters that you don't care about and too many ideas that they were trying to throw around at the same time. So for example, like there was these little underlying things about square being better off than Z, like, you know, where's your maid sort of thing. So, you know, trying to talk about that a little bit and then like the slavery stuff in the classroom, the frats, you know, they had like that, there was a, this room where they had all their charity set up and like the girls were, they were doing like the breast cancer charity and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was talk about your religion and not drinking or having sex because of your religion mm. and the relationship issues and trying to make him a leader and the cops being unjust as well. It was like all these little things that weren't fleshed out, but like they were just there and that mm. sort of... There's a lot of stuff going yeah. on, wasn't there? Like I feel like the the film would have been a lot better if it just focused on pledging being bad. Yeah, and then, that's very true. Yeah, and, and I didn't realize that. You, now you mention it, there were lots of little... Yeah, so like if you just focus this whole film just on pledging and you could create a whole story just on that suspicion and fear of being caught. Like, cause they were worried about being caught the whole time. It was all underground. Like don't hit him too hard because we don't want evidence. Yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You could have made, like you could have just stuck on the pledging thing the whole way. And that's like, I feel like that's what this film was about. Anyway. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. If someone asks you in a year's time, what burning sands is about, you, you'd say pledging. Sands, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's what you say. So they probably could have done a much better job on setting that up better. And, and yeah. then focusing on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That was, my sort of little takeaway, I guess. The other takeaway is that it is just terribly depressing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a downer of a film. It, yeah. was, it was very intense and a downer. Yeah. Did you look up the meaning of Burning Sands? I kind of... I did because out. I didn't know it, but I, yeah. I assumed what it was. It's kind of, yeah, the cross between being a pledge to a full, full member. Image, yeah. yeah. And they use that symbol well, of that bench. When, when you cross the Burning Sands yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> and because it goes back to like the ancient Greek yeah. times. Across, whatever, yeah, walking across, yeah. Did anyone on IMDb? Yep. What did you yes. do? Alfred Elf, Woodard, yeah. excuse me if I've pronounced that incorrectly, plays Professor Hughes, um, is Ruby from True Blood, uh, Lafayette's mum. So I was very, didn't know it, like mm. she was super familiar, and I looked at it and I was like, no, that's who it is. Mine was the Dean, Steve Harris, who turned out to have been in, in a lot of things. Um, I knew him from Friday Night Lights TV show. Was he in the Lethal Weapon TV show as well? I didn't recognize. Didn't I've only seen the first season. I didn't recognize him in it, but uh, he's in, he's in the latest seasons of Friday Night Lights. Ah, so another ones I've seen. He's in seasons four and five. Yeah, no. what are you up to? I think two. Lethal Weapon's two. been cancelled now too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Got after the third season. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah I saw that. Yeah, Dis- disappointing. I didn't. I didn't have one. I like yeah. I said before. I was just. Yeah, you I just watched the film. You yeah. was yeah. in on the film and yeah. yeah. Uh, what got any questions? Anything you want to ask? I already asked mine. Yeah, so, I think we've kind of asked a lot. Why did they come? <laughs> why do people still hate you? That was, yeah. Like, yeah. why does it still happen? Like, I, I, I can't think of a reason as to why... The macho masculinity, these guys, guys trying are. to show that they're macho and... 
But like, they didn't show the female side either. Like, do they? Do the girls haze as well? Yeah, then you show the sorority side. Yeah. Didn't they? You know, it's like hazing. From what I can understand, is a way of earning your place, right? So rather than just going, I want to join this fraternity. Okay, you're in. Understand what it makes to be part of that fraternity, and 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 earn your keep. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, there's some ways that they do it in a really fun way. And I'm saying ways. Some shows and movies where, yeah. where it can be quite fun. Like I used to watch the TV show Greek. Um, and that was the whole thing was based on college fraternities. And and there's a lot of fun that they can have with that. So mm. I, I kind of get the essence of it, um, but it, it's, it's taken more, a bit of a turn. Yeah, it's more this, the, the underground legal hazing that they yeah. do. And yeah. yeah. But I like the idea of, you know, you're coming into something pretty special. Yeah. You know, you like earn your way. Oh, anyway, yeah. The beta house hazing was yeah, great. That's right. <laughs> that was great. The other thing I want to ask, what Jeez, did, what right. <laughs> just remembered it. <laughs> The other thing was the adults in this film, apart from Professor Hughes, I thought the adults in the film were all very single track minded. I didn't, the adults in the film weren't good adults. Yeah. yeah. Well, most of the adults are the big brothers. Yeah. yeah. Two of the many adults. They're, yeah. they're part of the, yeah. the whole problem, problem I guess. Yeah. Um, the cops as well. Yeah. And you've got a doctor who, um, you know, who's saying, no, nah, stick it out. You'll be fine. Yeah. And, yeah. That's right. The cops were like, oh yeah, I was in a fraternity one day. Off you go. Yeah. Don't let me see you again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just thought the adults in the film were pretty ordinary. Obviously trying to paint it as a wider society issue that, you know, what everyone's kind of in on this. Let's do something about it. Yeah. But like, why not have more than just Professor Hughes against it? I don't know. I was just, yeah. I thought. I guess he's trying to really paint that. If you want to be in a fraternity, you're completely on your own. Yeah. Like even going to the dean, dean you yeah. made him look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So we're ready to wrap this up. I think we are. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so we usually, we go around the table and we rate our films out of five. Out of five. Out of five. And then we come up with a uh, average between the three of us. So uh, MJ, do you want to hit us off with? I would love to go, go first. Um, so whilst the film eventually does a decent job at condemning these behaviors, I still think it sloppily glamorizes the brotherhood qualities and benefits of being in the fraternity. If it was a deliberate ploy, it actually seems careless on the message he's trying to convey. The film could have been, could have done a better job with the setup of the story and the messaging, what the messaging was going to be about. And all in all, it was tough watch. One and a half stars for me. Cool. Hater. Um, this was a really hard film for me to rate because I can absolutely appreciate that. I thought it was pretty well made and there was really good themes and messages throughout. And as we were talking about before, like so, a lot of the scenes, they were so intense, but they were really good, but it's just the enjoyment factor for me just wasn't there. So I, I can appreciate, I guess that the making of the movie and the messages for it, but it's just not something that I enjoyed watching. Um, but I give it a two and a half. All right. So for me, like I said before, it was completely relatable, even though I'm a white male and <clears throat> never gone to a college. I, I just related in the, that the character of, of Z because it highlighted like what people want to do to fit in and impress, even though there's pain that goes with that. And I didn't, didn't necessarily need to be through a college system, but just seeing someone try to impress, try to do the right thing and constantly be beat down about it. So um, and I think Z kept the film alive for me. So I've given it a four out of five. Yeah. So very uh, different. Yeah. Wow. That's a big, so a big score. What, what are we giving it out of five as an average? So that average out of five to a 2.67 out of five. I wanted to give this more than one and a half and I couldn't even justify giving it a two. I was just like, 
I get, I get, you know what? I got it all. Yeah, like, no. Watching it, I'm like, I know what yeah. you're trying to tell yeah. me. I, mm. I like what you're trying to tell me. But sitting there watching a movie, you didn't quite tell me. And I knew this would be a good discussion too, yeah. regardless of whether yeah. we all didn't like it. There's, there's enough to talk about with it. I think it was pretty explicit in what it was trying to say. There was no denying what it was trying to say. Yeah. So I think no matter who you are and what you, how you watch it, it just yeah. depends whether you can you, watch yeah. it, you can talk about it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just more if you, I guess, if you enjoy it and mm. like it. Four stars is huge. Yeah. I, I rated this high. Wow. It's a big one. So <laughs> do you like it more than Mercy? <sighs> yep. Yeah. See, now you've thrown out all your star ratings because you gave Mercy a four. No, I haven't. You, you didn't know what, you know what to do now. And you're like, <laughs> this was a three and a half. I gave Mercy four though. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I still stand by my rating for Mercy. Uh, I'm not going to drop that. So on social media, we, we chuck up our links to our episode as well as a question of the week. So this, um, this question I've taken from the film uh, and it was through the classroom. They had that, um, the, the, work they were studying in the classroom one of the quotes from that was if there's no struggle there's no progress so i just wanted to know does that ring true in life like without struggle you can't progress Ooh, that's a nice question yeah good question because yeah i z definitely struggled to try and progress mm. and i feel like by the end he had yeah mm. short answer yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. a sad life if that's the case. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. And maybe not in that extreme sort of way. No, nah, but struggle doesn't have to be bad. It yeah, doesn't, it doesn't. Struggle can be, yeah. yeah. Struggle needs to be working hard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Which many sucks. ways to interpret that. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's going to be on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We are at Flix Forum. Please subscribe to us if you can. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. Google searches, you'll find us quite easily. You're already listening to us. Yeah, so you've exactly. found us. So you know us. <laughs> Next week. We're looking at the 2017 comedy drama crime film. So it's got a couple of little comedy um, genres. Drama crime. Comedy drama crime. It's called Deidre and Laney Rob a Train. Gosh, I haven't even seen that title. Me either. It is. Wow. Well, I have because I. Yeah, you, but you I had did. before that I hadn't. So You've already it is it. directed by Sydney Freeland. It stars Ashley Murray, Rachel Crow, Tim Blake, Nelson, David Sullivan, Danielle Nicolette, and Sasha Zamzada. And I culled. Another three names <laughs> off the list there. Was Nelson someone by themselves or was that a third name? It was name Tim Blake Nelson. Okay. Cover. <laughs> How good would that be? It starts Tim Blake and Nelson. <laughs> the only reason I paused is because I wrote time. So, <laughs> so I hope his name is Tim. We will fix that up for next episode. But uh, hopefully you can uh, have a watch before next episode so we don't totally ruin it for you. Absolutely. Have a listen. Have a watch. Try and watch. Well, we will definitely watch. We better. Yeah, we better. It's going to be a hard, hard conversation. Wait. Can't wait for it. <laughs> Thanks for listening as usual. Thank you. Thanks for the chat Thanks as well. Thanks, yeah, good. Thank you very much. Good fun. See you next week. Bye.